Hey, it's Chris. Welcome to the podcast. I don't know about you, but I've got a nitro in hand, which means I'm ready to go. Let me tell you a little something about how I like to drink my nitro. <laughs> so somebody got me a gift card to Williams in Sonoma, and I went there, and what did I spend my money on? I've already got a coffee maker, right? So, and, and anyways, like a good coffee maker is like $1,500, right? So I didn't go there. I've actually got an espresso, which Williams and Sonoma, they have some uh, Nespresso mate, you know, pods. Like, so those are pretty good because Nespresso has some. Those are very good. Some other companies make some that are okay. Williams and Sonoma has some. So I got some of those with the gift card. But I also saw this, I guess it was a whiskey glass set. Uh, I'm not really into hard liquor or just liquor at all. I'm really not a drinker. But I saw that. And then I saw a circular ice cube mold right next to it. And I thought, that's for my nitro. And I bought it, and I made some ice cubes, and <laughs> I love this combination. So right now, I've got this whiskey glass in my hand. It's all fancy with my nitro poured in there on this circular ice cube. I love it. And that is now my new preferred way of drinking nitro. So that is good. That's a good thing. But this was not like the best week in terms of making content. Uh, so if you had a bad week, okay, I can relate. I was a little bit sick uh, heading into the week. Not like full on sick, so sick that, you know, double over in pain and, you know, you just like can't do anything. I was like mildly sick. So like I could still do things. I could still like work. I could still talk. You know, I didn't have like a sore throat or anything. But also I was kind of miserable and I just wasn't thinking straight, couldn't think properly, you know, so it was like low level, but really annoying. And lo and behold, I've got to make some content, got a video, got to get out. I've uh, been, you know, preparing for this video. Videos don't just happen, you know, and this was an iPhone accessories video. So whenever you got to do a video like that, I mean, this takes weeks and weeks of preparation. You got to say like, do I have something good to talk about? Okay, here's some things. I'm going to order those things so I can get them and experience them. So I'm not just like showing some screenshots of, hey, this thing exists. No, like I want to be able to talk about it. So you got to, you know, have a budget and, and get this stuff ordered in time, get it here, test it, and then make the video about it. So this was the week that was on the schedule and I've got all the stuff. And by the way, if you haven't seen the video, you know, this was a hard one to get a screenshot, uh, you know, or, or, or thumbnail, excuse me, for which means, you know, it's just not performing uh, like I would like it to. And I went through, I had two different photo shoots to try to make this thing as appealing as possible. I just couldn't get a photo. I'm not a, a thumbnail master, I don't think, that really represented the coolness of the things inside this video. So for those of you that like to keep track, I know I share it sometimes. This one's ranking 9 out of 10, unfortunately. It doesn't deserve that sort of a fate because it has such good stuff. But add that to the, the bad part of the week, right? You're going to see why. So I head down to the studio to get this thing shot, and I shoot it. I put my all into it. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to feel good enough to record, you know, any other videos this week or do any other content, so I better get it right. You know, maybe my throat's not going to hold up, so just, like, do it. So I put everything I had into it, tried to present it as good as possible, and <laughs> I get to the end. And I go to turn off my cameras and, uh, you know, so I've got two iPads. I don't know if you've ever seen my setup. I've shared some behind the scenes stuff elsewhere. And I've got two old iPads that I use through my Sony software to show me like monitors, what's on 
the overhead camera and you know sometimes it's like an over the shoulder camera but anyways my two other angles and sometimes i have up to you know five cameras total but whatever i had three cameras running and i go to turn off my cameras after i spent i don't know an hour and a half or something shooting making this yeah and and by the way i'm sitting there i'm holding the stuff up in front just getting like the perfect angle there was this one uh, thing that had kind of like a reflecty surface on the front so you really had to have the light just hit it like perfect so i'm just sitting there you know tweaking it just perfectly with the light you know hitting it so looking so good uh you know meanwhile my energy is just draining out but i'm putting everything i have like make this as good as possible and i go to shut off these two overhead cameras on the ipad and i hit the button the red button that's the record button or the stop start stop and they make the wrong sound they started recording when i they should have been stopping recording <laughs> so this whole time i had i'd been recording one camera angle and like an idiot i'm sitting there just holding stuff up in front of these two dead cameras basically that were turned on but weren't recording i must have sat there and held stuff up for like 30 minutes on each camera <laughs> to cut in for some b-roll oh i can't tell you how deflating that was that feeling but that's not even the worst part here so i'm like what am i gonna do i'm fading fast and i've only got just the talking head stuff i don't have any b-roll I'm like, oh, this is so stupid. Well, I can't do anything else today. I'm just, I'm shot. So if I'm up to it tomorrow, I guess I will shoot some B-roll and kind of layer that in over the talking, which is not the usual system that I do. If I've got physical stuff now, I just try to capture it all in one sit, you know, like the talking, the B-roll all at once and just switch camera angles. It's way more convenient than how I used to do it which is what I was about to have to do, which is shoot the talking and then go shoot the B-roll separately and then, you know, pepper that in over on top of, and it takes forever. Oh, so I'm like, whatever, okay, uh, I'm just gonna do that. Well, guess what? I went down to the studio to redo those shots that I had done, and I looked at the SD card that I have this one specific one that I like to use for my main camera because it has a little bit different tech specs and capacity and can do the slow-mo really good and whatever. And I looked at it and I thought, well, I've already got that. So I can format this card. So I stuck it in the camera and I formatted it. And then I went about getting my other shots, right? Getting the B-roll. Well, guess what? I've now reversed my situation. I now have erased, because I didn't import it, the talking footage that I had. And now I only have B-roll from these other two camera angles, and <laughs> I have no talking. Oh, I can't tell you just how upset I was with myself. And I do blame all of this mostly on just like being a little bit out of it from, from being sick, but also, right as I was getting ready to record uh, that first day, we were having our sprinklers blown out, and I got a thing on my Apple Watch, and this dude was like, well, uh, you know, I'm heading over to your place early because you know, I got done early and so let me know if I can come over. I was like, I'm not ready for this dude to be over, coming over to the house already. So I had to stop and like, I was texting my wife. She's like, no, no, you're, you're, you can't do that right now, you know? And that I think also was just at the worst possible time. I know the guy was trying to be helpful. He wanted to get done, you know, but oh, there's not enough nitros in the world to assuage the bad feeling of all these things that, that compounded to get this one video out 
I mean, I could have cranked out like three or four videos if I wanted to, if I'd been healthy and everything was going right this week. This one video that should have taken me basically a day to do after all this planning, weeks and weeks planning, it ended up taking me the whole week and it really stank. And then for, as a reward, you know, it ranked nine out of 10. So, hey, it's just one of those weeks. That's how it goes. But I will say, despite not being able to package it in a way that made people want to click on it, there's some really cool stuff in there. And I hope if you haven't seen it, you go check it out. The second accessory in there in particular is so cool. And I'm going to be using that all the time. And like the title says, I'm positive you've never seen something like that before. All right. So bad week uh, in terms of that, you know, uh, but we can all relate. That happens. Which uh, which brings me to the next point. I had a lot of people asking, what's that wallpaper in there? It's not the wallpaper packs, the old school wallpaper packs that we were, you know, selling on the channel featuring for the last several months. There's some new stuff in the works, and some of that's leaked out into some of the videos. And uh, people saw some on a MacBook. They saw it on the iPhone. They're like, how did you make that? How do I get that? I need this wallpaper. So currently, I've got uh, some wallpaper on my Mac uh, that says, why compete to be the best when you can become the only? Seek to be unique. It's got a special color. I can't tell you about the color right now as a background. It is a very apple special historic color. And then it's got my face down there. Uh, clearly, I'm up to something. And then on the iPhone, got that same color. It's been adapted to fit onto the iPhone. And I've got a different saying on here, the text. And by the way, it's not just text. It's, it's a particular text. Uh, Apple fans would know. It says, you might be losing, but you haven't lost. You might be winning, but you haven't won. You're not done. People are uh, seeing these. Some of these things start to leak out, and they're finding it motivational, which obviously is the point. You're going to have to wait a little bit longer to figure out exactly what I'm up to, but that's coming, though. Times are crazy, and uh, I, I've got your back in terms of helping you get motivated. You guys probably know uh, that I like this app called My Mind, uh, and I use it for stuff. I used to use drafts a lot. I know a lot of people still use that, you know, to save stuff. And, and, you know, I, I have a few different things like places where I save stuff a long, long time ago, way, way, way back in the day, like at the beginning of the iPhone, <laughs> I used to use Evernote. I think a lot of people did, but right now I use, uh, Apple notes. I park a lot of stuff in there, but I do use my mind for some particular saves. It's sort of like my personal knowledge archive. I mean, that's in the name, my mind It's where you offload your mind. You know, I do some production of things in apple notes that's where i keep stuff that i'm like working on but stuff that i just want to save often goes in my mind now i'm not here to promote my mind but my mind aside from the app I, like the company just you know it's a small group of you know, developers maybe just one main developer with some people helping out i don't know but it's small but they have some interesting stuff i like their design number one it's very different and number two um just the way that they think. So they post some interesting stuff on their social media. I wanted to read you one thing that they posted because the app is all about not collaborating. It's private. Uh, you know, it's very much about you and your mind, the things you want to remember. Because of course you can't remember everything. That's why I like it so much because the search is ridiculous. But they posted this thing. It's, uh, I don't know, it's like a long paragraph. I'm going to read it to you because, well, you'll see why. See what your takeaway is here. Your alarm sounds tearing you abruptly from your dreams. You grab your phone, two text messages, four DMs, one friend request, 341 people liked your photo from last night. You browse the comments, you scroll your feed, click an ad, accept the cookies, enter your address in the pop-up box, see a welcome message, hit your inbox, an abandoned cart email, a deadline reminder, 
You delete the spam emails as six more come in. You get a push notification from your news app, your photo app, your banking app. You're reminded to pay your coworker back from last night. You get lost in feed of transactions from older friends, put on music to work, see a feed of another listener doing the same. Your meal delivery app reminds you that it's lunchtime. Your other app tells you it's time to focus. You're informed it's your college professor's birthday. You open up the app to send well wishes. You see somebody's photo from Bali. So you browse flights to Bali. You see an ad for some luggage. You get an instant message from your coworker. You close your laptop. It's time to make dinner. You open your reading app. You settle in for the night. You see two deadline reminders for tomorrow. Your alarm sounds tearing you abruptly from your dreams. Ooh, wow. Isn't that a funny way to present? It's not funny. It's actually serious it's uh it's not good a a way to show you how you're just living on your phone you're just like a phone addict it dictates your life i mean that's a summary very similar to most of our days our whole day that's your life lived on a phone it's you know we think about a phone as like hey it's cool and you get the new iphone and and then Apple comes out with these things to help you disengage with your phone because it became too addicted. But then they put the always-on display on, and now it's easier to get more into your phone again. Yeah, I mean, that was just sort of mind-opening, and I had to post that because, wow. I, uh, I Of course, I get a slew of crazy comments, and uh, <laughs> this, is, this is a funny one. Someone posted this. They said, and it was meant to be a compliment. I get this all the time, these backhanded compliments, right? Somebody said, great review compared to the, quote, pro reviewers. Hope you get to 10 million subscribers soon. (laughs) What? (laughs) Great review compared to the pro reviewers. (laughs) Like, what? Look, I'm literally a pro reviewer in that it's my profession. Now, it's debatable whether you like my reviews or not, right? Uh, or how good you think they compare to other people. This person says it's good compared to the pro reviewers. <laughs> what? This made me laugh. And they hope I get to 10 million soon. I guess you're pro when you hit 10 million. It's not about do you make a living. It's like you're an amateur, right? Until you hit 10 million. Oh, it's funny. And of course, I see the comments all the time too. This is something that you get as a YouTuber. Uh, you know, like, hey, this is this is good content, but could you stop putting ads in there? You know, I like it, but I don't like the ads. Get rid of those ads there. Too many ads. I'm going to have to unsubscribe. I like your content, but uh, not enough to sit through the ads. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> wait, you like the content? You like seeing my face show up in front of you and the things that I talk about and the stuff that I share with you, but you're saying... You don't want me to show up because you don't want me to be supported. You know, you don't want me to have the roof over the head, the internet connection, to be able to pay for those things, to show you those things. You just want the stuff for free. But I I got news for you. You know, nothing is actually free. You're going to pay with your attention or your time uh, or your money straight up. Somehow you are going to pay for the stuff that you think is free, your data. So uh, (laughs) I get it because I don't really like ads either. The, the good thing is when you get a win-win, right? You can't get away from the ads. I try to create like win-win situations for people so that if there's something I'm recommending, it's because I think you'll like it, not because Chris needs a payday, right? When you can get those two things working together, then it, work, it should work out good for everybody, whatever. And you don't have to announce it. It's like, hey, you're at the grocery store and something's not to your liking. This is the wrong mustard. 
I just want to make an announcement to the store. Go over to the microphone. I will never shop here again. You don't have the right mustard. I could have just left the store and not told anybody. I had to tell you that I won't be back. But let's be honest, they're going to be back anyways, right? <laughs> to shop. And they'll be back at the channel. People are crazy. Let's uh, get into this Apple Watch battery blow. Have you seen this? I don't know if you've seen this. This was October 5th. This is just a couple of days ago. This came out. I saw everyone talking about it. It was being covered. Look, I just got the new Ultra here, right? I hadn't had an Apple Watch for a while. I'm really liking it. And periodically, you hear about these exploding electronics. Obviously, famously or infamously, Samsung, right? I think when you think exploding you know, tech product, you think Samsung. So that's some unfortunate branding. Maybe this whole thing is like an undercover way for Samsung to try to steal some of the <laughs> the public perception about explosions. Uh, they planted this, this thing. Here's what happened though. This is from Apple Insider. It says, over the course of an evening and a night, a man's Apple Watch battery expanded, overheated, and eventually exploded. <laughs> it's not, it didn't happen. And I shouldn't laugh. If this happened to me, I'd be so mad, very mad. But at the same time, it, it, it's kind of funny, not because it happened to this dude, but just that this happened at all. It's happening over time. I had an old thing. What was it? Did I have an Apple watch a long time ago? I had an Apple thing that expanded. I know what this is like. And I've had some, the beta on my iPad, it was getting hot. My iPad was so hot. My iPad pro from this beta Things just weren't getting managed right. It was like getting close to burn you hot. And so things go wrong, right? But it says an apparent battery failure caused an Apple Watch Series 7 to overheat and subsequently explode. As the owner told 9to5Mac <laughs> that he noticed the Apple Watch had felt much hotter than usual. That's why I mentioned the heat on the iPad. And the device displayed a high temperature warning. Also what my iPad was doing on the beta. Whoa. I was seconds away from a fire, I think. It says, upon inspection, the owner noticed the back of the Apple Watch had cracked. He then called Apple support. <laughs> yeah, my Apple Watch is cracked and it's, it's burning me. Uh, where the call was escalated to a manager, that'll solve it, who created a case for further investigation. Apple support advised the owner not to touch the watch <laughs> until Apple contacted him again. <laughs> Put that thing over to the side. Don't judge it. The following day, the owner awoke <laughs> to find, I don't know why this is cracking me up, that the Apple Watch was repeatedly heating up and the display had been shattered now. Now it's shattered. This is the slow self-destruction of an Apple Watch that no longer wanted to live. The owner then picked up the device, which began to make crackling noises. <laughs> and the user claimed it exploded just as he threw it out the window. <laughs> like a bomb it's starting to go off it's like in the movies when it's ticking down you know there's like two seconds left <laughs> he's just throwing it out the window just in time before it explodes so it says the man <laughs> said this is not funny that he sought medical attention for lead poisoning which was unnecessary given the incredibly small mass of lead that might end up in an apple watch for manufacturing it's not clear that the man was burned from the ex from the accident Luckily so. Something about this is making me laugh. That's not funny, of course. Because, and here's why it's not funny. I'm sleeping in this Apple Watch. I got it on my wrist. And if it starts crackling and stuff, you think I'm going to hear that and wake up? No, because I'm sleeping. Am I going to feel it expanding ever so slightly on my wrist before it blows my hand off? <laughs> no. So uh, 
he did tell Apple about the situation, who told him, uh, what what do, what do you think that Apple said they're going to do about it? Oh, I'm sorry. Here's a million dollars, you know, as a settlement because we almost burned your house down. No, um, it says they'll escalate the case further. Now, to be clear, nobody really knows what happened here, right? Uh, who knows what settings or, you know, like, do you have some kind of weird software running on there? Like the beta on my iPad causing it to act abnormally, you know, that would void normal operating circumstances and warranties and whatever. No one knows at this point. But <laughs> Apple did offer, though, to escalate the case. So according to the owner, Apple sent a document uh, requesting that he not share the story. Isn't that the interesting thing? However, he declined to sign the document. When I got fired from a job one time, and it happened more than once, <laughs> one of the things was, well, sign this non-disclosure, and maybe... If it depends on your attitude, this is literally what they told me, maybe we'll get you your severance pay. It's like, no, I'm not going to sign. And they gave me the pay. And now I can talk about all the bad things that they did. This reminds me of that a little bit. Uh, hey, you know, uh, we're going to, we'll escalate this for you if you sign this thing. So that'll take care of it. Okay. But don't tell anybody about it. All right. And then we're going to escalate it for you. So the company then arranged to to uh, a delivery pickup to take the device to the labs for testing. So now the guy doesn't have it. And now you can actually see um, there's some <laughs> there's uh, some uh, colorful language in the video. Uh, there's a video online of this smoking Apple Watch. I assume it's making the round, so I assume it's the same watch. Maybe it's not. But, you know, these are, these are tech products, and uh, it's not like a stapler where, you know, nothing could really ever go wrong when you're not using it, you know. It's not going to overheat on you and start melting through your desk, the stapler. It's not going to start crackling and sizzling and, you know, the countdown's not initiated where you got to be thrown out the window. These are tech products and things can go wrong. And <laughs> that's just part of, uh, that's part of the, I guess, risk that you take for all of the quote-unquote benefits. Although, I just read you that my mind thing. And you tell me, are we getting a lot of good benefits or have we all been hoodwinked somehow? I don't know. You think this is just, you know, making me laugh because I've had too much nitro? That's a possibility. But look, you know, this isn't new. Even for Apple, there was a dude, I don't know if you remember this, he did a class action lawsuit against Apple for, in the words of the lawsuit, I guess, selling defective batteries and violating warranty promises because he had an exploding iPhone. It exploded in his face. That was in 2019. And then also fast forward, March 2021, there was an Australian dude uh, who actually landed in the hospital after his iPhone 10 exploded. That exploded in his pocket. And he also sought some compensation. Obviously, whatever the reason that this thing, you know, ended up blowing up, Apple's like wanting to hide it. Why? It all always, everything in the world always comes back to money. I don't care what it is. It comes back to money. Apple wants to continue selling their products, right? In record numbers, they don't want people to be like, "Oh, it's gonna, you know, blow my hand off." Well, I, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't get it. No, they don't want you to know about it, and also they don't want to be getting sued, right? No, no class actions. Sign the little document that you want to talk about it, and then we'll escalate it for you. Here on the Apple Insider article it says, "Not clear how old the guy's Apple Watch Series Seven was, but it does point out the fact that uh, catastrophic." failures because <laughs> that's that would be what this was <laughs> it's not just not a failure catastrophic failure of the lithium-ion batteries in apple products they are rare 
and are notably lower than the average failure rate across the mobile device industry. So there's that. Let's all be fair. I mean, you run the risk, I guess, of uh, blowing a leg off or your hand or something by using these products, but it's a rare risk, notably lower than if you went with the Samsung or something else. <laughs> now, people are skeptical, right? Someone has commented, oh, I'm pretty sure the investigation is going to find this all to be fake. Well, I saw the video. Like That watch was, was smoking, right? And also, I have had an expanding Apple device before. I can't remember what it was. I know I made a video about it. I'll have to search for it. And also, I've just had this iPad just the other day. It was like so hot from the beta. That beta, it really messed up my iPad, my iPad Pro. I mean, I'm going to have to take it back into the store. I cannot reset it. There's nothing I can do personally. I could take it to the store and get it escalated if I sign the little document. <laughs> yeah, I think the night show is getting me. Sorry. But, you know, people are always like, should you get the beta? And, you know, 9.9 times out of 10, it, it's going to be fine. It's not going to really mess things up. But that other, you know, small percentage of time, it will mess your device up physically and also just like I can't use it. So, I mean, that's why it's in beta so that the regular people don't just test it out. You got to be patient. And of course I wasn't. And now I'm going to have to take my iPad in. Okay. Wow. I spent too much time talking about that. There was a few other things uh, I want to talk about. Just, just one thing to mention, I guess we should be imminently seeing some new iPads in a press release. Sounds like no event is going to be held, but we know that it's probably coming out soon because some accessory makers have begun selling cases for the redesigned 10th gen iPad. <laughs> the iPad's not even out. And this they're selling the cases for the iPad already. It's always funny when this happens. Apple's so secretive about stuff. They don't want you to know about it. They hire security guards. They've got like forensic experts, ex-FBI people working for them to make sure nobody leaks anything. And then some guy over on Amazon, like... Is this ready to go? You think this is good to go? Yeah, it uh, looks good. Let's put it on the website. Hit, hit publish there. Boom. Uh, that was the press release <laughs> that preempted Apple's press release. And now, this was the case uh, that showed up for the 10th gen iPad. And it was ESR, by the way, if you're like, who leaked this thing? So, um, you know, I think probably this next uh, version, of this is like the base iPad. It's going to look very similar to what we would expect from the trickle-down effect of that design that was new for the iPad Pro once upon a time trickled down to the air. Now we're finally kind of going to get that what Apple calls all-screen design with the rounded edges and stuff on the lowest base uh, iPad. And that when things reach that stage, when that trickle-down hits that low-end iPad, you know you're getting pretty close here to, not this year because it's just going to be a press release, to a decent, really solid, big, good, satisfying refresh, hardware refresh, you know, like design refresh for the iPad Pro sometimes. So after this press release, uh, whenever the next uh, iPad thing rolls around, we're probably gonna see uh, some really actually exciting, cool new pros. Okay, I am about to go work on the newsletter. And, uh, you know, Fridays, it's not just a podcast day newsletter comes out as well. Also, I couldn't be happier with the podcast. I know I mentioned this, uh, you know, last time I think, wow, the podcast is really showing some traction, which I'm excited about. It's fun to do something a little bit different. That's not just video. I know a lot of people are doing like the video podcast. And even I tried that too, is like too much work without hiring people, but even so, like, I just feel like it's different when you do just the audio and it's turning out like good. People are liking it. 
And uh, I don't know where you're listening. If you want to jump on Twitter or, you know, somehow get in touch with a DM on Instagram or somewhere, like, tell me, like, Chris, here's how I listen to the podcast. And also, here's when I listen. I notice a lot of people are watching, you know, using their Apple Watch uh, to listen. I assume a lot of people are listening in the car with CarPlay because that's when I listen to a lot of podcasts, like my main time. So if you would, let me know, a few of you, like, when do you listen to this? But it's on a tear, so that's exciting. And honestly, I know that not everyone that listens to this is signed up for the newsletter. It's probably hard because if you are in the car, for instance, you're not like, oh, yeah, let me get out my phone here while I'm driving and sign up for the newsletter. No, I realize, and then you forget about it. But seriously, like, pause right now and remind yourself with Siri in like an hour or two or whatever to sign up for the newsletter. The newsletter is, do you guys remember uh, Apple Hype from a while back where I would recommend daily um, for a while there some cool new accessories and apps and stuff? This is the successor to that and it's weekly now, but there's some great stuff and it's not just every week. If you're just getting uh, started right now with the newsletter, you can go back. It's like an archive and see all the previous weeks, all the cool recommendations. It's a treasure trove. So really, seriously, check it out because I know you like it. It's also the only place where you can see what my current uh, Apple ecosystem setup is. It's a very detailed breakdown. It's current. It's up to date, completely current with all my devices, accessories, the apps and stuff that I rely on. So all of that lives there too. So check it out. I wish for your week to end well. And if you want to end it on the right note, it's not too late to go out and get a nitro. Don't get a nitro after a certain time. After a certain time, it's too much caffeine. But if this hits early enough in the day, then go enjoy Nitro. I'll catch you in the next video. Later.